Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello, and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. I am recording today, and I really was putting this off because I felt like (sighs) I just wanted to relax, and then I was thinking, do I go for a walk? And as I'm looking out the window, the rain is pouring down. I don't know if you can hear it from where you sit or stand or walk or ride a train, but it's pouring down outside my window, so I apologize if you are bothered by a fuzz or a hum. I want to talk to you today about a saying that maybe many people will post on their social media or they'll even say it, but does it really resonate with you deeply? And um, I want to unpack it. And it's that saying that most people are fighting a battle that others know nothing about. Be kind. It really came to me this week as I was chatting with a fellow entrepreneur who was dealing with some family issues. And we were really opening up to each other, getting to know each other on a deeper level. And I said, you know, he asked me how a certain family member of mine was doing, and I was touched that he remembered, and I said, you know, not so well. (laughs) I said, I wish I could say better, but they're still battling with some issues, and it's, it's really more than I can help with. And as a life and business coach, there's not a lot that I can't do. But there's things that I, I'm powerless to help with. And this particular family member is dealing with a lot of things in my life. And all I can do is listen and be a supporting member, right? We're all kind of cast members in other people's lives. So I was really touched by, by my, uh, my fellow entrepreneur and uh, compadre there asking and I I asked them how their family was doing and they let me know some things that were going on in their life that you know I had no idea was happening and they were really struggling and just internal battles that were going on uh, mentally and emotionally and just how to deal with it and I thought gosh you know here's this really strong person who is a great father, a great husband, a great business leader, 
a visionary and he's got this thing that's really bothering him and I can so relate you know I mean I do my best to be a good uh, stepmom a good wife a good now employee a good business leader a visionary myself I'm an author I'm a podcaster I'm a coach I help other people cast visions for their businesses and I I have a lot going on and when I have these moments of weakness where I let people know that things are going on with me that I can't control that I can't fix and it's just like man it's this thing that I wish I could just wave a magic wand and fix whether it's in my life or in somebody else's life you know there's so much trouble in the world and we can't control it we can't fix it we can't make everybody be you know wealthy or even have enough resources to to feed themselves we can't fix all the problems but we can take care of ourselves and it's just so hard for everyone to realize that it is true most people are fighting a battle of complexity that they would rather that everyone in the world didn't know about whether it's you don't want your family to know about the struggle that you're having at work you don't want to share with everybody in your life that um, your partner and you are not getting along you don't want people at the office to know about you don't want um, you know maybe your best friend you don't want that relationship to be intruded upon with problems with another friend so we all do have these struggles these compartmentalized areas of our lives that we're just tamping down maybe you have physical pain and you don't really want anybody to know how bad your arthritis really is so you have a um, costco sized bottle of advil that you have as your constant companion you know i mean i can relate to that one for sure i've had times in my life when I've had flare-ups of different types of pain and unwell, like, illnesses that were, like, mystery things. I remember when I was in my 20s, I had this weird thing go on, and it went on for, like, 10 months before a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, uh, said, you know, Miss Kelly, when you're tired of regular conventional medicine, let me know. I'll ter- tell you about my friend. And I said, I'm tired of it already. So I went to this acupuncturist and homeopathic doctor, and I started getting that done, and it changed my life. I mean, I had symptoms that had me going for all these tests. I was, um, I was really sick. I was kind of getting nausea and all these weird things going on just really sick for like 10 months and um this doctor he just was so amazing I can recommend him to you if you want a acupuncturist in the Las Vegas area he was so amazing Um, but he truly changed my life with homeopathic remedies and acupuncture and I am a firm believer that there's more than one solution than um than the one that presents itself, and that's to go to the doctor, right? So I'm kind of digressing here, but I want you to know that you're not alone. If you are feeling like I'm the only one who's struggling with 
these problems with problems with my family or issues with my relationships, the chances are that somebody in your sphere of um, your circle is probably struggling with something remarkably similar or has struggled with it in the past and they just haven't shared it with you. Living a life of transparency, one that we can move forward with complete and full openness and just having this, what I call, full integrity is a challenge for most people. Most people don't want to have that weakness. They don't want to be vulnerable with the world. And by now, you know that I'm very open on this podcast and I'm going to tell you like it is, right? I don't have anything to hide. My mentor, Walking Bear, said that we should live our lives each day as if someone in the future or someone from the spiritual realm could open a page of our story and look in our book of life and read that page and we would feel no shame or no embarrassment about how we live our lives. And I thought that that was really profound and it was really amazing to me to have found such a wise and wonderful mentor who was able to say it in such an eloquent way because really so many people are hiding behind a mask or hiding behind what they think other people want them to be or how they think it should be. And so they don't let people see the real them. They don't let their authentic selves shine through. And here on Liberate Your Soul, the Healing the Heart podcast, I really want to get you to understand a point that it's okay to be you. The authenticity, even if you're hurting, if you're in the process of healing the wounds of the heart that have been inflicted by others, by even yourself, maybe your own past, that it's okay to be imperfect. The uniqueness that allows you to be who you are is exactly and precisely what makes you beautiful. This same mentor also was quite open about the reality that no healer, no sage, no wise person on this earth, no spiritual warrior is ever perfect that we're all flawed, that if you put someone on a pedestal, that surely they will fall because we are all, all imperfect. If you're human, it means you are imperfect and that we are all human. We require mercy, the grace and unmerited favor of the almighty creator. If you put your faith in another human, whether they are a wise mentor or not, you will be disappointed because one day they will inevitably do something that reminds you of their humanness. Me, as you're listening to myself, I too fall short of perfection on a daily basis. And I'm reminded of it regularly when I lose my Um, perfect language, right? As I'm saying this, I forgot my words. When I, um, when I swear at something, when I um, find my checkbook is in horrible disarray, and I pride myself on keeping a really good balance of things. 
I want to talk to you a little bit about compartmentalization because that's really the spirit of this podcast, right? So everyone's fighting a battle that they know others may know nothing about. And compartmentalization can be a very good tool that we have for uh, when we have a bad day at work, we leave our work at work, or when we have an argument with our spouse or our children and we can leave that where it may be so that we can take care of responsibilities uh, and have a clear mind about what task is at hand. But there's a quote from Dr. Richard Nicastro from Texas that says, the dark side of compartmentalization leads to a fracturing of the self and the toll of this fracturing can be significant. For some, the ability to destructively compartmentalize has its origin in a painful childhood where family secrets, childhood neglect, physical and or sexual abuse laid the groundwork for destructive escapism, an escapism that is being fed by these earlier unhealed wounds. And this is really pretty profound by this psychotherapist, this psychiatrist, and he's talking really in this article, this broader article, I'll put a link in the show notes, about how compartmentalizing things is not really a good thing. Because some people will justify their poor behavior or their acting out um, to themselves by saying, well, I can get away with this because my family is a separate entity from what is going on with me here. I am not in any way advocating this type of behavior, but as a person who is very good at compartmentalizing, probably a professional compartmentalizer, I can see how that might happen. You see, when I used to have to work 100 plus hours per week, I was really, really good at saying, well, the family, they're doing their own thing, right? They can live without me. They've got so much going on. I will just catch up with them later, like later being next month. <laughs> like we'll see each other at the tournament when I was managing the softball teams. And it really stunk. Like it was no way to live. I remember feeling bad. Like if I let my compartments kind of slip like a fishing tackle box almost like I really did miss them and I wanted to see them, but I didn't allow it to happen very often. Now, it can have an impact if your priorities of what you believe are important to you are out of alignment with your actions. And what that means is, let's say you pride yourself on being a great parent and you love your children and they mean the world to you. And you're very aware that your children are growing up, but you know that you have to put food on the table. Well, you spend a really big part of your time at work because you need to make money to put food on the table. And then all of a sudden groceries start getting an increased cost and gas goes up and all of a sudden you have to take another job you start missing out on time with your kids and all of a sudden you start wondering if you're really such a great parent after all or if you're just simply a provider. 
It'll start taking its toll on your health when your identity starts to shift from one of being a great parent to one of being just this person who gets up and goes to work and then goes home. The same can be said for getting priorities out of alignment with what you truly want in life. If you are working on many, many projects and you have a heart for helping others and you really want to get out and make a difference in the world, but you let yourself get caught up in the online world. Let's say you're scrolling social media more than standing up and making a difference in civil rights issues or things that really have a cause for concern that are near and dear to your heart. You'll start to notice yourself feeling anxious and stressed out and nervous and just sort of a restlessness of spirit because you know deep down somewhere that your actions and what you're speaking about aren't in alignment. So what do you do when your compartments and your actions and your alignment are kind of getting blurry? Well, an honest assessment of what's important to you is the first step. Really taking some time and journaling out where you are in life, because this can happen to all of us. It can be when you're 16, when you're 25, when you're 39, and when you're 59. It doesn't matter how old you are, how emotionally mature you are. It just happens. Different stages of our life will have a a point of reflective practice um, where whether you actually take the time to write it out or mentally your mind starts to have this new construct of, well, I'm this many years old and I've done this with my life and I should be doing this because my values are such. So the first step is really getting clarity, getting an understanding of yourself of what's important to you, and where your life is going in that projection. So if your life's trajectory is not in alignment with what is important to you, if you notice kind of one arrow going up in the I care about this and one arrow going down in the I'm doing nothing about it, then you're going to need to identify what actions you can take to uh, get things back into more of a parallel line sort of uh, behavior. The other thing is your causes and concerns, the things that matter to you are going to shift over your life. For instance, you might be really passionate about pit bulls and rescuing them in your early 20s, but then you have a child and you realize that there's a lot of homeless children and starving uh, babies around the world. And so all of a sudden, pit bulls and the advocacy that you were doing before might not be as important to you. So your interests and the volunteer time that you used to do just simply might fall fall off the radar, might fall down on the scale. So doing an honest assessment at regular intervals is important as well. And it's perfectly okay. There's more people who care about the pit bulls than just you, right? You might have made some great friends at that uh, 
point in your life and you can still keep in touch with them. It's just that maybe your interests need to shift and you need to make new friends and put your energy elsewhere. The other thing that I think is really important, uh, and I just touched on it briefly, is to expand your reach, and that's to collaborate your efforts with other people. If you're passionate about your faith and you really want other people to understand the peace that you have inside of your heart, and you want to get involved in the community in a positive way, and you're not really sure how, you can join up with a local church or find a spiritual circle that is in line with your belief system and donate your time, your efforts, your energy, and make really good quality friends. It will change as you get older. You won't always be into bar hopping and... Um, you know, that scene, like dance clubs, not that there's very many of them going on in 2020, but it probably will change, right? As you get older, you're going to want to seek some things of substance and depth and seeking things beyond just this life. Um, at least I hope so. If you're listening to this podcast, that's likely the case. <laughs> Another thing that you can do is just to get in touch with the things that are, I would say, timeless and never changing, really taking a trip outside of your day-to-day routine. And that could be something like taking a camping vacation and getting in touch with nature that you don't see every day. You might want to go and see some of the beautiful national parks. You might want to see some of the Everglades or the marshlands. You could go, you don't have to go to the big ones like Yellowstone. You could go to um, Bryce Canyon in Utah or um, Zion National Park. You could go just to a different park than you normally go to to walk your dog Just seeing something from a new perspective and a different light than you ordinarily do, it will shift your mindset and allow you to see things differently than you do on a Monday through Friday, gotta get this done, and am I going to be able to make the bills this month kind of way. Lastly, and I've said this many, many times and I can't stress it enough, um, meditation really opening up your mind to the white space that is available. There's such a thing as Christ consciousness or unity consciousness or oneness. And I find that when I tap into this on a daily basis, I have many more ideas come to me. And I'm much more open and receptive to whatever it might be that day that needs to happen, whether that's a series of events, a conversation that needs to occur, or a brilliant new idea that is presented to me uh, or comes to me from seemingly out of nowhere. It's really magical how just a few quiet moments in the morning can allow me to be unwavering in my sense of peace. And when I ask for it in prayer, 
uh, coupled with the meditation, just sets the tone for my whole day. So I hope that you're able to really understand a little bit more about um, opening up your mind to being less rigid in your compartments, being a little more open to um, what others might be facing, because it really is a challenging world that we live in with many complexities, a lot of things that even just if you look at one human being, um, just yourself, right? You are a complicated person. You are full of a, a wide spectrum of love and joy and also pain and suffering. And without having gone through all of the things that you've gone through in your life's experience so far, you wouldn't be who you are. You wouldn't be able to uh, be prepared for the the richness of the blessings that are coming your way, nor would you be able to be prepared to help the people who are coming into your life who might have challenges that look like the ones that you have already faced and conquered. I think it takes a lot more openness and willingness to be more transparent with the different people in our lives in order to make this world a more beautiful place in order to make it a more loving place, more accepting, more kind and gracious. And, you know, it's like, um, like Walking Bear said, we really do need to live our life as if each day were an open book that anyone could read. And it doesn't mean that we're just like airing our dirty laundry out, but allowing space for people to learn from us and for us to learn from other people with that loving kindness and integrity, doing the right thing when no one is watching. Well, the rainstorm is done now. You've likely heard some thunder. So I think I'm going to get out there and go for a walk and enjoy hopefully a rainbow somewhere and watching it all come back to life. Until next time, Take care.